pull up a bar stool. We got some good stuff today. Man, I, this is something I'm really excited about. Uh, my, my business continues to develop, so that means lots of new um, announcements, I feel like, every single week. But uh, one of the things that happened recently for my business, which seems like a strange thing, I think, to some to be excited about, I am now 100% uh, sponsor and third-party ad-free on my website. Everything is now related only to my business. And I'm excited about that, a little scared about it, but I'm going to talk about my journey to this point, why I chose to do it, why it's not for everybody, but why I chose to do it, and go through all the stages that brought me there. Now, before I get to today's episode, um, one of the things I... I announced this week, which is a big, big deal in the growth of my business, was a new membership program. So it's the Power Power Hitters Club. It's for advanced Facebook marketers only. I've been having people constantly asking me for um, basically what is a a mastermind, a small group, a a private community, a place to get to, to, to meet and uh, interact with other people like you who want to stay ahead of the curve. And a part of that that I was sort of doing in the past with these, was these weekly mini webinars. But those are now going to be um, wrapped into this membership program. And um, I'm also going to have a private community. So really excited about this. If you want to be a part of, part of it, make sure you go to johnlimmer.com slash membership to learn more. Good stuff. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from johnlumber.com and John Limmer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. This week, yeah, I got some stuff to talk about. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about website sponsorships and advertising and monetizing your traffic. Before we get there, this is going to sound like a sponsorship, but it's not. It's the Pubcast. I'm working on today a New World Porter by Avery Brewing Company. You may know by now if you listen to the podcast. I like the dark beer, and uh, this is no exception. Big fan of the stouts and the porters, so this is a good one. Again, not a sponsor at all. We'll get to that in a second. Raise a glass. Cheers. So I guess if you're a brewing company, you can get free advertising on the podcast. Otherwise, you're kind of out of luck uh, when it comes to my business right now, and I like it that way. But... It hasn't always been this way. In fact, this is the first time it's been that way. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of proud of that fact. Um, effective June 1st. Well, I say effective June 1st. Um, it didn't ha- actually happen until I got back from a, a weekend baseball trip with my kids, my, my family. Um, and I removed the last third-party sponsor on my site. So I guess it's June 2nd. But um, I no longer have any third-party ad or networks or sponsors on my site. And it's not that that stuff is bad at all. 
I think it was a necessary part. I'm not just think, I know it was a necessary part of the growth of my business. Uh, for me, though, my goal, um, I won't say always, but there was a certain point in the growth of my business where I knew that there was that I want to eventually get to this point where that was no longer necessary. And I would no longer need to rely on third-party sponsorships. And um, I'm going to get to why that is. But be, along the way, I really want to explain the growth of my business and the, the process of how I got from point A to point E or whatever it is of um, now not having third-party sponsors. Okay, so let's start with step one. All right, so when I, I first launched my website, again, this was the end of August 2011. Um, keep in mind, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, I did get some um, some uh, hits, some big hits on some traffic generators. Um, I was writing really inconsistently. Still hadn't found a true theme to my site. Where I was finding the most success was writing about Facebook privacy and hoaxes and garbage like that. But it was just bringing traffic. It had nothing to do with business. I hadn't created a product or a service. I didn't even know what my business was yet. But I was getting traffic. But it wasn't until December of 2011 that I realized, whoa, whoa, what am I doing? I could make some money off of this traffic. And I'd never done that before. And I placed some AdSense ads on the right-hand column of my site. And I think I put them on the above posts and maybe even below posts. Lots of AdSense, probably pretty ugly. Um, I think I had a homepage back then. I put them on my homepage as well. And I think I even experimented a bit with some third-party ad networks um, outside of Google AdSense. So back then it made some sense, right? I didn't have a product or service. Um, I was getting some traffic, though it was inconsistent. Um, at the time, it was it was pretty decent traffic for a new website. I was getting, you know, a few thousand page views per day on on average. So, like, I'd say two or three thousand page views for per day. But I, I spiked um, in some cases where I was getting ten, fifteen, twenty thousand page views in a day. Though that would disappear. There wasn't a lot of consistency. Um, Minimal revenue coming in. And when I say minimal, I mean, I've charted this before. There were times where I was getting, there were months where I was getting no revenue at all from anything. Minimal connections. I didn't know anybody. I still hadn't gotten my feet on the ground to figure out who I needed to talk to. So this was really a first step. Um, So that was how I monetized my site in the early going. It was resulting in... um, at, at, at its peak, I was maxing out on AdSense third-party ad networks, so no sponsorships, ad networks, at five to seven hundred dollars a month. Which, if you know anything about you know new websites and trying to monetize, that's that's not bad. Of course, you can't make a living off of it, um, and but you know you don't have to worry about a sale or anything like that. It's just money for traffic, money exchange for traffic. So that was a um, in my opinion, a necessary phase of my business. Though I knew I would eventually want to phase 
those AdSense ads out and replace them with sponsors where then it was um, more about products that were related to what I do and that help people. Um, and I also knew I could make more money on a third party, uh, say, sponsorship arrangement. We'll get to that here in a minute. First of all, I'll raise a glass. Cheers. All right, so phase one was AdSense third-party ad networks. And that, again, started in December of 2011. Then, let's say about five months later, and this was around the time that I had, I had then my, my vision, I say my vision, my theme, my, you know, my direction was coming together. I was going to be the Facebook marketing guy. Um, it hadn't fully crystallized into advanced Facebook marketing and ads and whatnot, but it was really February or so, 2012, that I started writing almost exclusively about Facebook marketing. That's when, if you remember, end of February 2012, so when Facebook timeline for pages rolled out. Um, so that's when it all came together. Now, I was, I was still writing a little bit about blogging and whatnot, but um, for the most part, Facebook marketing was my stuff. Um, so I also knew then that even though I did not have any products or services of my own, there were products and services I used and there were people I trusted whom I could recommend. Um, so if you needed help, um, and I don't have this product or service, go here basically. But Hey, since, you know, I'm making that recommendation, I might as well, uh, make some money off it now. Let's be very clear about how I did this. I didn't go out searching for who has an affiliate program and then I will promote them. What I did was I wrote down a list first of all the products and services I was using and all the people I trust, not the other way around, okay? And then I found out if any of them had affiliate programs. So whenever I wrote about Facebook tabs, for example, I was already using Shortstack. I, I, I would talk about Shortstack and say, hey, I'm using Shortstack. And I linked using my affiliate links. Whenever, then I, whenever I wrote product reviews, and I wrote you know, a product review about Shortstack and Agora Pulse, I think I might have done something about Post Planner. Those are products I already used. So um, I was happy to let everyone know how great they were. Uh, but provide a, a very objective review for them and include affiliate links. So in the early going, uh, you know, there, there were a lot of, when it came down to it, like if you think about all the products and services you, you use, there were a lot of them. But Short Stack, Agora Pulse, Post Planner, and then some, some people like uh, Amy Porterfield, Mari Smith, uh, Social Media Examiner, a bunch, really a bunch of others that, again, uh, I was working closely with. I started using affiliate links um, whenever I talked about them. But again, I wasn't going out of my way necessarily to talk about them so I could use an affiliate link. Um, but that was one way I was making some money. So at the peak, man, I'd say I was bringing in anywhere from one to $2,000 per month in affiliate revenues. Um, but again, this, but some of this was displacing the, um, the AdSense, especially if I was pl placing ads on the side. Um, but not fully. I still had some AdSense there. But at this point, I still had no product or service of my own. That didn't happen until October of 2012. And still, that was very, very early stages of a product. 
and um but you know so so that's that's that was the deal with affiliates and so so today when it comes to affiliates um i i haven't i no longer actively promote as an affiliate for um for other products and services that says that said i do continue to collect commissions from old sales so like for example short stack which i've been working working with and using for over two years um I've got recurring commissions that come in from them every single month. Um, and old links, they're still on my site. Though, like, I don't even care these days. I don't, like, whenever I even mention products, I don't even know if I would even use affiliate links in most cases. I, I can't even tell you the last time I used an affiliate link in a blog post. Um, but I'm still collecting, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,000 per month, even though that's not a big part of my strategy anymore. Um, but again, that was a phase that I continue to profit from. So that's phase two, affiliate marketing and ads. Raise a glass before we get to phase three. Cheers. Okay, so that was phase two, affiliate marketing and ads. That started in April 2012. And it was, let's say October or November of that same year. It's just so funny when I think about it. Like it seemed like so much time had passed um, between when I started working as affiliate for um, short stack. And then when they became my first sponsor, cause I was going back and forth with Jim Belosic from short stack. I'm like, man, you know, it's great being a, a affiliate, but I feel like we should be able to do something that's, that's more official. And we worked something out and they were my first sponsor. So I then placed, um, that say so he basically bought ad space on my site, um, to be like my top sponsor. So like the top right-hand sidebar, 300 by 250 ad was always for short stack. So um, beyond short stack, I reached out to those I already knew, you know, some of these were affiliate relationships, whatever. And then I slowly started replacing all of the AdSense and all the third-party network ads with sponsors. So short stack was the first. Others included Agora Pulse, Post Planner, who um, was my last sponsor, we'll talk about that in a minute. Tab Site, which uh, uh, Mike over at Tab Site, he sponsored my podcast a few times. Fans to Page, Big Like, Social Strategizer. I mean, there are a bunch of them. Um, a lot of people experimented with it, and but they're all you know related to Facebook marketing, social media marketing, that kind of thing. So it all made sense. Um, so so my my model for that, I mean, I was making, when I was selling these ads, it was anywhere from $200 or $450 per ad per month. So, like, obviously the top ads, both the top right 300 by 250s were, were a higher price point. And the top ad that went above all blog posts was a higher price point. For, further you scroll down, it would get cheaper. I even had one where you could share a spot with somebody. Uh, but at its peak... You know, I was making about $2,000 per month in sponsor ads. Now, the one issue with that, too, is that um, my website continued to grow in traffic, but I wasn't necessarily increasing my prices. So, but but overall, though, um, I liked the stability of having a sponsor as opposed, and because first of all, yes, these are products that I either used and loved, but then, you know, they weren't affiliates. So some of them I didn't necessarily use, but I knew that they could help 
people who were reading my blog posts, so they were highly relevant. So it's no longer like this, these silly AdSense ads, which you know who knows what's gonna be spot, you know promoted over there. And but you know it was also stable, so I knew what money was coming in every month, and um, it just it made a lot of sense for me at that time. So that was phase three. Again, that started. October, November of 2012. That was website and podcast sponsorships. I need a quick drink here. Cheers. Okay. Well, what kind of what kind of sound was that? Okay. Um, that leads to a transition. So when um, I started getting sponsorships, it was also around the time that I launched my very first very primitive product which is a Facebook page review, which a few people bought it. Yeah, I say a few. It seemed like a lot of the time. It kept me busy. Where I would review your Facebook page and make recommendations and send you a report and a video and all this stuff for not nearly enough money. But it was my first product. So it was the first thing I could act actively um, promote on my website. So, so at the end of 2012 is when I started launching my own products and services. So that, that included the Facebook page review. I started doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, though again, that started as a little bit more primitive than it is now. It's very structured now. I, I did an insights workshop, which again was primitive at the time, which is a small group, like 10 people in it, um, where we did a workshop. I, then I started doing my, my courses, though. And my courses started in the end of July of 2013. That's when it started getting serious. So Power Editor course, Insights course, Website Custom Audiences Workshop, and now my monthly membership. So lots of products and services that I could promote. But I also started creating new content that I wanted to promote as well. Um, that included things like infographics. I had, like for a while there, I was doing an infographic like every every month or so, for you know t uh, p Facebook page dimensions, you know image dimensions, um, Facebook ad uh, glossary, Facebook insights glossary, that kind of thing. I also had a podcast, obviously you know that I wanted to promote. Where was I going to promote that? Was it just going to be the link at the top? That, you know, otherwise that's all. That's the only way I could promote it. I wanted to have an ad on the side. I have my weekly mini webinar, which is about to go out of existence and be replaced by the membership, but that I wanted to promote. I had a video blog, which I haven't been all that active in lately, but that I wanted to promote. So all these things floating around. Um, so it became increasingly difficult, though, to promote my own products, my own services, my own content. So what happened was... You know, I knew, like, that, that is some valuable real estate. Um, I love to use it to promote my, own, promote my own stuff. And I feel like I could sell my own stuff more and probably make more money than I was you know, from sponsors if I was using that to promote my stuff. So as sponsors start, and I even started letting my sponsors know, I'm going to start transitioning away from this stuff. Some sponsors were immediately like, dude, I get it. Don't worry about it. Cut me off next month. Um, but as sponsors started to drop off, I didn't replace them. And then I started to take those spots for my own ads. Now, Post Planner, of course, Josh, if you know Josh from Post Planner, is the last one. I mean, he did everything he could to hang on as long as he could because he knew the value of that spot. 
he had the top spot right above a blog post. And he even, you know, like I tried to push him away six months ago. And he said, man, I'll, how about this? I'll buy six months up front. I'm like, all right, man. So he helped me out for a little bit with, with the six-month sponsorship. And that period just ended. And now, today, I am sponsor-free. Sponsor so if you look at my site, you will see ads on the right-hand side. But every single one of those ads is for my website or for my own products, my own services. And I think it just makes sense. Um, so that's number four. That's the transition. We're going to get to the why. And why. And after that, why it's not for everyone here in a minute after I get this quick drink. Cheers. Okay, so why did I do it? I mean, I think you get a general sense. But let me talk you through. Um, I wanted that real estate to promote, promote my own products and services. And for a lot of reasons. As I said, it was, it was getting difficult to promote my stuff. I couldn't. Like all I had was like the top nav, um, and I started realizing more and more. Like my my traffic was growing every single month, and that real estate that was being used for ads was extremely valuable. So I'm now getting four hundred thousand plus page views per month, and I can't use those pages to promote my own stuff. That's crazy, right? So, um, yeah, I, I always reserve some spaces for my own, myself. But wouldn't it make sense that the prime real estate on my website was reserved for promoting me, my products, my services? You're on my site. You trust me. Let me sell you my stuff as opposed to you know send, send you somewhere else. So it just made a whole lot of sense. It was... And... Also, you know, trying to squeeze in my promotions with other people's promotions and it was becoming really cluttered and I hate that. Like I'm I wouldn't consider myself a designer or a design freak or anything like that. But I also know what I like and what I don't like. What I don't like is a really cluttered um, website. It's not clean. And um, so I don't what I hate is like blog posts where the ads on the right hand side go way beyond the content and I didn't want that so um, it was getting too cluttered but you know all those things were part of the decision but I think ultimately the main reason I want to make this change and this is just me this is again this is the way I think it's not it's not not for everybody but it's because of trust there's a trust issue I know that people look to me for advice on products and services to use. And while I'm very, very careful that I'm, I only work, say, affiliate relationships with people and products I trust and use, um, I also know I don't want my advice to be clouded by muddy, money. I don't want it to be muddied by money, right? I don't want any conflicts of interest. And ultimately, whether there is one or not, there could be the perception of that. So, John, what Facebook tabs do you recommend? Or, John, what you know scheduling service do you recommend? Well, I definitely recommend ShortStack for the tabs. I definitely recommend Post Planner for you know the um, uh, for scheduling. Um, why, John? Well, that's what I use. Don't you make money from them too on your site? Aren't they your sponsors? Well, yeah. So there's that perception. And that, for me, 
was something I grappled with and I really had a hard time sorting through because, you know, I go on and on and on and on about how I consider myself an accidental marketer. I don't really enjoy some of these things that uh, about marketing. I don't necessarily like, and when I say about marketing, I say more about the shady sides of marketing that what marketing, the marketing industry is often known for, right? The deception and the sell at all costs and um, pushiness and the sleaziness and, you know, all those things, the tricks. So I can't, on one hand, I'm separating myself from these things, but on the other, I do have some of these um, arrangements worked out where um, I'm making money from from these products and these services. And I, I just, I wanted to make that clean break. So that's why I did it. Now, let me be, be very, very clear. So I did this and um, I'm kind of relieved and excited about it. It's like a, a new thing. Um, we'll see where it goes. And I kind of feel free uh, of, of these things. And but it's not for everybody. I couldn't have done this a year ago, obviously two years ago. If I would have tried to do a site free of any kind of sponsorships, any kind of advertising, I, I, I needed it. I needed it to pay the bills. So I, it's not that this stuff is bad or evil. It's not. To me, it was a necessary thing I had to do. It was a necessary part of the growth of my business. It just makes sense you monetize the traffic you're getting. And since I didn't have any uh, product or service, I, I wanted to, you know, I, that's they became necessary for me to use this third-party ad networks to, to do the affiliate marketing and do the sponsorships and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I don't need them anymore. That's really what it comes down to. Like, I could still do it, but wouldn't it pull, take money away from some of my products and services? I think so. I think it was. I think that was part of the issue. Now, it's still a risk. I know that at least short term, I'm probably leaving money on the table. Like Josh, Post Planner, yep, I get it, dude. Not getting that check every month. Um, you know, I, I may see a difference there. Could be negative. Um, I may lose some money as a result in the short term. I just feel like long term, this makes more sense. So if I'm sending someone to Post Planner or to Short Stack or whatever it is, you know that might that that very well could help you, and you may be thankful for it. But on the flip side, um, and, and you know that so that there's there are bonuses there too. But on the flip side, if I if you read my post, one of my blog posts for the first time, and you see this ad for could be my podcast, it's something that's free, could be my membership. It could be one of my training courses. If I get you to do that, we're talking about a long-term relationship with me um, as opposed to sending you to somebody else, which again, I don't mind doing, but for the growth of my business, I need to invest in my business. So end of the road, uh, bottom line here is it's, it's my own personal decision but, um, and I'm glad, I'm happy I did. Look, I can always change it. 
someone could be listening to this podcast and say, whoa, that, that, that real estate is worth X number of thousands of dollars every month. I'll give you this. And not saying I can be bought. That's, that's, let's not get crazy here. But you never know. There could be that perfect relationship that makes sense. Um, but right now, as I balance the, the, both the money as well as um, what I am comfortable doing, this is the direction I just decided to take. Now, others, of course, others that I respect, um, and especially those people, because a lot of people, a lot of shady people, too. There are a lot of shady people out there who the, their entire business, and I don't want to say that all affiliate marketers, for example, are shady. That's not the case. Absolutely not. But there are definitely a lot of those out there. A lot of people I trust as well who are, have found a way to balance it. They have their own products or services. They promote others. They do it in a way that works for them. Um, and they make money both ways. They make money for their own products. They make money from others for promoting it. Um, it's just not something, because again, I'm not, I think it's a personality thing. I'm not a sales, big salesperson. I need to get better at it. I was on uh, John Osroff's podcast last week. I don't, I don't think he's published it yet. We, we talked about that a little bit, about how I still hate selling. And he says, I will help you, because he's a big, big, big sales guy. And um, But it's just, it's a personality thing. I, I don't enjoy selling, and especially... I think selling other people's products because then you start looking at potential conflicts of interest. And I, I really want to look promoting my own products. That makes a whole lot of sense, right? You expect me to promote my own stuff. Um, it's kind of silly if you can't promote your own stuff. So that's what I, what I did and why I did it. All right. So uh, ho hopefully that makes sense to you. Now, I, I wrote an entire blog post again on this whole process, on, on that whole transition, why I did it. Again, use it as, you know, kind of a, a lesson in, in what I did. It doesn't have to be your own blueprint. Um, I would recommend, though, if you see yourself, especially in that early stage where you are getting some traffic you haven't figured out how to monetize, feel free. Experiment with that stuff. That's all it was for me. Like, there's so many things that are just experiments. I just, you try it, see if it works for you. If, are you comfortable doing it? If not, stop doing it, right? So feel free to run some AdSense, easy stuff. Sign up for some affiliate um, arrangements, easy stuff. Uh, just don't let it control you and um, blur you know, what you believe in. And that's what I, I always made sure that um, I was I was staying very clear in that case. Okay. Asshole. All right, so I have asked the bartender for our tab. You done with your drink? I think so. I mean, I've been doing all the talking. I hope so. But thanks again for listening, uh, listening to my story here. Uh, is that talk about how I've monetized my business? Um, just a quick reminder, as we talk about monetizing my business and we talk about not having sponsors and only talking about my own products and services, my new membership program. Um, again, if you are a top Facebook marketer or you want to be, this is the stuff for you. Um, go to johnlimber.com slash membership and there you'll get all the details on, on how you can stay ahead of the curve 
all the pricing options, all that stuff, determine how you want to handle it, their, their payment methods as well. It's a monthly recurring or you can pay it all up front, but there's lots of value there. Again, johnlimber.com slash membership. All right, so thanks again for being on this week's podcast. Until next time, do awesome things. Come on.